The storylines are juicy. The coaches, the players, those surrounding them on the periphery. But who has the most to prove on Super Bowl Sunday? Stone the Banowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Alive. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. For a multitude of reasons, if I was Jalen Hurts, I'd be feeling great. I'd be feeling great this morning because... The owner of the team that I play for has given me the most significant confidence boost before the biggest moment of my life. The owner of the Philadelphia Eagles, Jeffrey Lurie, straight up saying, with big money looming for his young quarterback, yeah, this dude has nothing left to prove. Like, think about that. How good does that feel going into pressure-packed Super Bowl And ownership says, yeah, he's proven everything. He's checked every box. Even before you play for the Lombardi Trophy on Sunday. I'd feel pretty legit. I don't know about you, Theo, and I certainly have never been in a situation where I'm about to walk into something, the the grand scope of the Super Bowl, but I'd feel invincible today. I'd feel untouchable today. Jalen Hurts got to feel good. That's That's a vote of confidence from your owner, but you know who doesn't feel good? You know, like guys like Hassan Reddick and Fletcher Cox and, you know, those guys who are really elite at their positions who also want to get their big paycheck because once that quarterback gets paid, people start falling off on the margins. I tell you what, this guy, look at this guy, this Chiefs fan, this Chiefs fan of, (laughs) uh, let me check my watch, uh, six months and three days, okay? This Chiefs fan trying to sow discord into the Philadelphia Eagle Love Fest. I'm just saying, Miles Sanders, man, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, these guys need to get paid, too. If this is going to be the all-powering, deepest roster, all of that stuff, it's hard to pay the quarterback and do that, too. What if if Hassan Reddickstone is right now listening on the ESPN app? He's he's in the desert. They're getting ready to to practice. What is it? It's, uh, what, 9 o'clock mountain time right now? Yes, it is. Uh, Is that western time? Western time. Pacific time or mountain time? Are the Arizona I think is Pacific. Is it Pacific? I want to say it's one hundred percent Pacific. Yeah. Oh, okay, then it's eight oh two a.m. Pacific time. It's nine oh two. Oh no, three. You're right. I'm an yeah. idiot. Um, but <laughs> I'm I'm I am really <laughs> dumb. Um, but but Hassan Reddick's sitting there listening right now, and he's like, you know what? That Theo Dorsey's spitting facts. Come on now. Bleep off, Chandler Hurts. Where's my? This guy has nothing left to prove. Exactly. Like Finally. Finally, somebody said it. I needed somebody. <laughs> I, I didn't want to just throw it out there, but this man is saying it. This man is preaching. Come on, man. I, I love Theo Darius trying Slay. to already impose his will, trying to already uh, make his mark on the Super Bowl. 
from afar. Ken Levick alive on a Tuesday here on ESPN 106.3, free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And a John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, off of the sunny and sparkly and comfortable Intracoastal. Stone the Manowitz, Friday Night Lights, Radio Life Partner, runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, in his Tuesday seat. Let me read you this quote from Jeffrey Lurie, the owner of the Philadelphia Eagles, to Sal Palantonio of ESPN. This is last night. Media night was last night. And boy, what a dumbass spectacle it was, as always, including a media member asking Nick Sirianni which one of his players he would let date his daughter. And Nick Sirianni replied, well, she's five years old. Oh my so there's God. that. I hate the media day. And Theo, have you ever been uh, part of a Super Bowl media day? No, I haven't. Stone, you haven't been a part of a Super Bowl media day. I have not. It is the most gargantuan, gigantic waste of time in all of professional sports. And I'm going to come off as extremely snotty with this, and I'm going to come off as journalist elitist with this. And I want to make every, sure everybody knows, like, I'm not a journalist. This, what we do every day is not journalism. What I do on a regular basis is not journalism. I've been a journalist in a previous portion of my life, but I am not a journalist now, okay? But for those that are journalists, for those that have news to report, that those, for those that need the access leading into the Super Bowl to write stories, to put together content, the, the, the media day is disrespectful to them. The NFL letting this thing turn into a circus where yesterday there's someone from a local radio station out in the, the uh, Glendale area wearing a barrel walking around and people yeah. asking Nick Sirianni about which one of his players would, would uh, he like his daughter to date, his five-year-old <laughs> daughter to date, to someone asking Nick Sirianni if Sunday's a big game or a must-win or a must game. Win game. <laughs> and Nick Sirianni's response was, Yep. Like, that was it. That was it. It's such a waste of time. It's a waste of time for the players and the coaches and for everybody that needs to actually do legitimate work there. A big part of it, too, is, like, it's only going to spiral out of more control and get worse as this era continues because this is the era of trying to go viral. This yeah. is the era of trying to well, be edgy and, and the different. NFL, I'm going to say this. It might come off as insensitive, but, hey, fans, you don't need access to the players and coaches. Okay, shut up, cheer your team. Okay, you don't need to go ask questions to Nick Sirianni. <laughs> you don't need to have part of a special prize package. Nobody wants to see you. Nobody wants to hear from you. And nobody cares what your question is. Okay? I'm going to play. Kind of spot on. I mean, it is spot on. But I, I, I want to push one thing in there. We would have missed Tom Brady crying about his father. Remember when little Timmy asked him who his hero was? Little kids are fine. Yeah, I like the kids' interjections, especially and, the serious kids. And now they know? have the little Jeremiah right little now. Jer that kid oh, he's rules, great. He's great. He's kicking ass right now. That so kid more, rules. More of that, less of the 42-year-old you know, local media guy who is not really covering sports but is going there to kind of try to make a name out of himself or guys wearing a barrel <laughs> or whatever. Remember yeah. Alshon so Jeffrey stupid. in 2017 when he was being interviewed at Radio Row and I, they were asking him how he felt about the weather. It's like, we play inside. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. how are you enjoying Radio Row? And he's like, I wish we would have stayed in Philly. All of this bleep is stupid. So, so again, the entire lead-up <laughs> to the Super Bowl is so annoying. The entire lead-up, the week leading into the Pro Bowl, annoying. The week leading up to the Super Bowl, annoying. The two hours before the Super Bowl, annoying. Finally, we get to the game, 
All right, fine. Afterwards, after the game, annoying. Like, let's just get this going, okay? Yeah. Like, let's just freaking get this going. Um, Jeffrey Lurie, Eagles owner, telling Sal Pal, quote, I'm Jalen Hurts. This is on Jalen Hurts. Quote, I don't think he has anything to prove to be the long-term answer at quarterback. He's an MVP caliber quarterback, an incredible leader of the team on the field, off the field. He's 24 years old, incredibly mature, and most importantly, driven to be even better. What we're seeing today, I think, is just the beginning for Jalen. This guy will attack every weakness as he has since high school, since college. The future is bright and very exciting for all of us. End quote. Jeffrey Lurie on Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts. I don't know if that was designed to take the pressure off of Jalen Hurts. I don't know if that was an early good faith salvo with what's going to be a contract discussion and extension in the offseason with his agent. But I do know that's really good timing. I do know, though, it's, it's worthy of debate. He doesn't have anything to prove. I don't think he has anything to prove to be the long-term answer at quarterback. Do you wholly agree with that? Do you wholly agree with that? Don't we need to see how the Super Bowl plays out, the aftermath of the Super Bowl before? Because we saw what happened with Carson Wentz. He was the long-term answer, right? And then he wasn't anymore. And then when they won a Super Bowl with him on the roster, it was with Nick Foles doing it. And then Carson Wentz got his locker room acumen called out, his leadership ability called out, and then Carson Wentz was out the door. And now... He is a a laughingstock. He's a punchline in the city of Philadelphia. So this is great for Jalen Hurts, but aren't we jumping the gun a little bit if you're Jeffrey Lurie saying, hey, he has nothing left to prove? Well, I, I mean, he probably does have a little bit more to prove, no? It depends on what you're asking him to prove. Like, he has plenty to prove in his career to see if he's going to be one of the all-time greats, to see if he's going to be a guy who's not just a franchise guy, but like a guy who we're like afraid of in fourth quarters, afraid of in playoff moments. But as it pertains to him being the long-term answer at quarterback in Philly, he's already proven it. So I think Jeffrey Lurie is right in what he's saying. He has nothing left to prove to be our franchise guy to earn the contract. But for us in sports talk world or in fan world, of course, yes. He he's 24 years old. He has so much more to prove. Patrick Mahomes still has so much more to prove. It, it feels different with Jalen Hurts, and I'm all in on Jalen Hurts. I, I, I like Jalen Hurts, and I want him to succeed. Who doesn't like Jalen Hurts? But I would, I would argue last postseason that Joe Burrow had more to do with his team going to the Super Bowl than Jalen Hurts has had with his team going to the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts plays a very important piece on offense. Um, Jalen Hurts certainly knows how to run that offense, but he seems more a complementary piece with what's around him as opposed to what Joe Burrow is asked to do with the Bengals. And the only reason I make this comparison is it's two young guys leading their team to the Super Bowl early in their careers, within the first two or three years. It doesn't feel like, especially this postseason run, that Jalen Hurts has had to do an awful lot in this postseason run. And I'm not trying to diminish the competition, but as far as the games have played out, whether it's the Giants, whether it's the Niners, Jalen Hurts has not been tasked, really, with having to do anything. And so, while I think that Jalen Hurts has made the case where the Eagles should say, hey, let's lock this dude up, I don't know if I agree with the grand proclamation that he has nothing left to prove. 
I'm not sure I'm 100% behind that. Yeah, I think the argument against that is he's 16-1 and this season as a starter, and the two games they did lose, Gardner Minshew was the starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. So when you talk about the body of work he's put together, when he's not in the lineup, they lose ball games. When he's in the lineup, they're favored, favored heavily, and they're favored against the big bad wolves of Kansas City right now. The, the, well, Missouri. The, the point I'm making. All right, you know what? Hold on. No, we have to address that. Uh-huh. Kansas City is in Missouri and Kansas. It represents <laughs> both states. Yeah, the stadium's in Missouri, right, but, but can- don't do that. Kansas City, Kansas is a much different place from Kansas uh, City, oh, it Missouri. Is. Still in both, it's, it's both. Both states host what? Kansas City, right? And but there, you realize there's like a, a Madison, Florida, and a Madison, Wisconsin, Ooh. and they're not even close to similar. There's a Springfield, Massachusetts, and yeah. a Springfield, yeah. Illinois, not even close yeah, to the same place. Ken, it's not called Florida City, Massachusetts. It's called Kansas City, Kansas, and Kansas City, Missouri. It's like the parallels are there, name-wise. I don't see the difference at all. a guy that was born in Overland Park, Kansas. You're talking about a guy that's been in the lay of the land, in the thick of the woods out there. I know the lay of the land better than you. We're also talking to a guy who didn't even know where the Kansas City Chiefs played football. You thought they played in Kansas City. You thought they were in Kansas. I've always known where Kansas City Chiefs have played football. Mm. Remember, y'all tried to get me with that, and I told you it was Missouri. I'm pretty sure we got you. They placed with you that. didn't get me. It was in Kansas City, Missouri. Could you look up Stone the population of Kansas City, Kansas, <laughs> and then the population of Kansas City, Missouri, Go please? Ahead. Go ahead. Just I want to see the difference because it's stark. It is a striking difference between oh, the good. two. My point is with with Jalen Hurts is that I don't I, I don't think he shouldn't get a contract extension. I think he should get his bag. He is 16-1 and one this year, as Stone laid out, and I think he is the best option to run that team and do it for many years there in Philadelphia from a quarterback perspective. That said, when Jeff Lurie says, I don't think he has anything to prove, sure he does. Sure he does. Sunday, he's got something to prove. And then following up Sunday in subsequent seasons, He absolutely has something to prove because while Aaron Rodgers has had a Hall of Fame career, first ballot, guess how many Super Bowls he's won? One. Mm. One. And there isn't anybody that's going to tell you right now, oh, Aaron Rodgers has nothing left to prove. Even Stone, who loves the man, loves 12, stands by him, puts a cheese head on, and gets on his knees and prays to the altar (laughs) of Aaron Rodgers while tripping on ayahuasca, Stone would say, that Aaron Rodgers still has something left to prove. What are the population numbers of Kansas City, Kansas, and Kansas City, Missouri? All right, Kansas City, Kansas, population 156,607 people. A lot of people. Kansas City, Missouri, yeah. 508,090 people. All right. It's different. How, wait, you thought it was going to be way more stark than that. I actually did. <laughs> I know, and that's, that's what I'm telling you. Did you city. know, though? Did you know, though, the largest, the city... With the largest land area in the United States is Kansas City. Which one? Oh, Missouri. Okay. Missouri. It's really, it's huge. It is huge. Parents, it takes forever to get from one was, side of the town to the other. Yeah, when I was growing up, my parents worked in Kansas City, Missouri, but we lived in Kansas City, Kansas. Okay. Yeah. No, you lived in Overland Park, Kansas. Well, I was born in Overland Park, Kansas. Oh, yeah. got it. That's got what my birth certificate says. Oh, I got you. Okay. You, you never know with this guy. Ken. I mean, he just keeps changing his geographical you know? origins. Yeah. It never he, ends. Fandom, where he's born, yeah. H-Town, represent. Well, I'm a Chiefs fan because my parents worked in Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> yeah. I mean, ah, I mean, you just, okay. you never, you know, and that's what, I mean, how was I going to eat without Kansas City, that's Missouri? That's true. That's true. Me Kansas and, City kept you fed. <laughs> me and Ken are just trying to do everything we can in case Kansas City does win the Super Bowl. Yes. 
We're going to have to hear it from you for a long time. Y'all are so mad that I made it. You know, y'all are so mad that a brother like me is on top right now. (laughs) Top two in the league, and Uh the Dolphins are trying to find their way. That's what it is. I see Uh, the hateration coming. We are definitely mad that our brother, Theo Dorsey, (laughs) is on top right now. We are feeling very petty about it. Um, I want to move away from Jalen Hurts for a second, though, because if we're talking about individuals that have the most to prove in this game on Sunday... Doesn't Andy Reid have to be Boom. at the top of the list? Spot on. I mean, Andy Reid, it's been fun watching him revolutionize NFL offenses, and him in tandem with Patrick Mahomes has electrified the game, has absolutely electrified the game. And the, the Chiefs are appointment viewing every week. And then you lose Tyreek Hill, and what Andy Reid and that front office were able to do, incorporating what they had, and we made fun of the Juju Smith-Schuster signing, but he's been great. He's been really, really good. He's been a top target. You know, someone like McCole Hardman that you're able to just slide in, get production from him. Pacheco, what he's Ooh. been able to do out of the backfield. I mean, it's been a lot of fun to see the Chiefs reinvent themselves. They're doing ring around the posy, uh, playing the Raiders, just embarrassing them, shoving their face in it. Like, this is good stuff. Andy Reid, though, for all of the high-flying, revolutionary things he's done with the Chiefs, how many titles? One. Mm. One. And it was barely. It was a Jimmy G deep ball incompletion away from not happening. That game almost slipping away. And then what happened second time around? Patrick Mahomes was on the turf the entire night. The entire night. And so for Andy Reid, this is very similar to his Philadelphia run. A lot of sustained excellence only to not have any payoff. He finally got the payoff with the Chiefs, but what has happened since then? AFC title games, AFC title games, no ring to show for it. Andy Reid, I think he's got something to prove. It might seem crazy because he's one of the all-time great coaches, but this has largely eluded him. And I think Andy Reid has the most to prove of anybody in the Super Bowl on Sunday. I I, uh, I have to spot on agree with you. That was my guy. And I, I would even open it up and say Andy Reid, the tandem of Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy, because when you reflect back to that Super Bowl against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, everybody for the two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl, what was the storyline the whole time? Chiefs O-line is banged up. Patrick Mahomes, and then you're going up against one of the best pass rushes in the league. Patrick Mahomes is not going to have enough time how are the Chiefs going to compensate and for that? And it looked like the Chiefs just said, eh, we're good with what we got. They just ran the same stuff they ran. all, And, and also, it's like the, the most disheartening part of it is watching that Super Bowl, knowing that Patrick Mahomes is the guy that needs to be schemed up to do quick throws. And, again, we talked about it before. You can scheme against having a bad O-line. You, you set up quick quick throws. You do all these other genius offensive mind things that these other coaches seem to do. And what's most frustrating is – the Buccaneers was doing that mm-hmm. on the other side. Tom Brady was doing all the dink and dunk screens, five and outs, all of that stuff, and it was working. And then you see the Chiefs doing these three-step, five-step drops. Mahomes holding on to the ball. He's getting slung around to the ground. Like, if the Chiefs' offensive game plan isn't worked around the fact that Mahomes has a bum ankle in a smart way, and I see, again, we, what's the storyline this time? Is Mahomes going to be healthy? Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy need to devise up a, a game plan 
to work around what that deficiency is, or else it's going to be on them again. It's going to be a replay of what we saw in Tampa Hassan a couple Reddick, of years ago. Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, like they have a front seven that is scary. Ask the Niners how that went. Oof. Ask the 49ers how that went. So Theo and I both think that Andy Reid has the most individual pressure on him in the Super Bowl. He yes, has sir. the most to prove individually in the Super Bowl. Is it Jalen Hurts, though? Is it Jalen Hurts? Because any doubt, even though Jeffrey Lurie comes out and says he has nothing left to prove uh, to be Philadelphia's long-term answer at quarterback, there's still going to be doubters out there. He can silence them, shut them up, mm. bury them with a Super Bowl win, especially if he balls out. Does Jalen Hurts have the most to prove? All I know is I've heard a bunch of New York Giants saying, oh, Nick Sirianni's just along for the ride. Nick Sirianni, he doesn't actually coach. He's just got a ton of talent. Nick Sirianni, that dude constantly has a chip on his shoulder. I wonder if he thinks he has the most to prove. He also got fired by Andy Reid. He got fired by Andy Reid. Didn't get retained from Romeo Cornell's staff. Talked about it last night that that puts a little chip on his shoulder. Who has the most to prove in this Super Bowl? Who has the most to prove in this Super Bowl? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Who has the most to prove at this Super Bowl on Sunday? Chiefs, Eagles, 888-760-3776. 760 Three seven seven six, and I feel bad uh, as if I'm bagging on Andy Reid because what's not to love about Andy Reid? And he's got, uh, he's, I mean, he's checked every box. He's accomplished anything you can accomplish. But at some point, when you've racked up so many wins and you've made so many late playoff runs, you've been to so many conference championships. Whether it's the Eagles, the NFC title game, the Chiefs, the AFC championship game, you don't want your legacy to be a man that kept getting to the conference championship game. With all of those appearances, Eagles and Chiefs in the conference title game, to only have one trophy, that's not, that's not good enough. It ain't. It's just not good enough. And, he's, and he is a good coach. Like, he's an elite coach. His name is going to be up there with the top 10 or whatever when he's done with his career. But again, he needs this one, and he probably needs more if he wants to solidify himself as an all-time great, like a Mount Rushmore type guy, which I'm sure is something he wants to do. He has the quarterback to do it. So, again, if you're going to be that guy, if you're going to be that genius, that guy that we herald so high, I just need to see it. I, Game I, management, too. You mentioned those those Philadelphia defensive players. I mean, are they in this conversation? Because mm-hmm. when your owner is speaking on on – the quarterback, we know the quarterback is always going to be the one with the the marquee lit up uh, in the spotlight, but it's been this defense that's really carried them, especially the last, what, eight weeks at this point? Number one pass defense. Like Hassan Reddick and all those guys that are rushing the passer, I mean, they are going to want to get theirs, and they are going to want to. I mean, the Eagles have been told, hey, you're kind of, you win against Daniel Jones, and you win up against whatever lump of flesh the 49ers put back there after Brock Purdy got hurt. And then Purdy came back in and couldn't do anything. I would think that they probably think they have the most to prove. Because let's be honest, it's been a little bit light. The work's been a little bit light for the Eagles. And they earned it. They earned it with the one seed. They earned it with only one loss this year. But the road 
to the desert has been a little bit light compared to what we're used to seeing. Doug Flutie, I uh, just interviewed Doug Flutie over at the PBKC. Oh, look at that flex, by the way. Lunch with the legend. Dougie Doug. Dougie Doug. Dougie Fresh. And that was what he said. I asked for a Super Bowl prediction out of him, and that was the first thing that came out of his mouth. Like, the Eagles are good, but they're not proven. And you might be right. Like, that defense, like going up against the number one pass offense, going up against Patrick Mahomes, this is the chance for you to prove yourself as a guy that needs to be retained at that high dollar amount. Like, if you really want to make, now that we know Jalen Hurts is taken care of, Hassan Reddick, Darius Slay, uh, James Bradbury. You guys need to make plays when it matters in the Super Bowl. Look at how much Malcolm Butler made off of that one jump of the pass mm-hmm. that sealed the Patriots win. Like, I want those guys going outside of the game plan to try to make plays. Therefore, the uh, maybe they try too hard and the Chiefs win. I'm starting to think, just based on the injuries on the Chiefs' side of the ball and the high ankle sprain and... Nicole Hartman's out. They're, the Eagles... I get the sense almost have to win this. There's almost, to me, no excuse not to win this. I think the Eagles are that much better than the Chiefs are. How how hard would you guys push back on me proposing that there's really not a player that needs to prove anything well, besides guys lame. who need to get paid? It is lame. But going into next season, both these teams are going to be favored to win the Super Bowl again. Like they're going to have the same really low odds. Like they're not going to get much discussion. The only thing that I can think of is the enemy because if you don't have answers. For that front seven, you're going to yeah. lose this game and everything falls on you. It's not going to fall on Patrick, right? He's hobbled. It's not going to fall on any of the weapons. They don't have any. And you, Andy Reid is securing his job. Of the course. Enemy, the enemy wants a head coaching job. You cannot, you cannot tell me that after a 16-1 and season and going to the Super Bowl that you expect that you're going to be able to do that every single year. I'm sorry. Like, you need to take advantage of it now. There absolutely is pressure. There is something to prove because you just... Don't know. Hell, we thought the Chiefs were going to roll off three, four straight Super Bowls. What's happened? They haven't won a damn thing. They got embarrassed the next year out. They lost at home the year after that, and then they're trying to salvage this because you just never know how how wide open that window is. But each and every year, they're the best team in the league. There's five straight AFC championship games. That, yeah. that does not last forever. Ask your boy Aaron. <laughs> it can last forever. Ask your boy Tom Brady. And, and Patrick Mahomes signed a 10-year deal mm-hmm enabling the Chiefs to be able to restructure that along the way and also to be able to build around them because it's not going to break the bank. He's not going to be the highest-paid quarterback but annually can, throughout the contract. I mean, contract. the Chiefs were not nearly as explosive offensively as they have been in past years. But they still were the number one pass offense. That's the beauty of having Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I think you don't have the flashy players, but the schematics, it's all the same. It works. I mean, Isaiah Pacheco is still just filling in somebody's no, then, role. Then you're right, Stone. There's no... There, it, 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 <laughs> what you made fun of. You made fun of the reporter last night, that joke reporter... Who asked Nick Sirianni, is this a must-win game? But it sounds like you actually subscribe to that question. It sounds like you actually support that question. No, you're right, Stone. Uh, eh, eh, it's fine. The Eagles will be back next year. Surely the Eagles and the, the Chiefs, sure thing. I'll be back next year, sure thing. I mean, the devil in me wants to say no, because this team is, is filthy from here on out. And in a division now where Jerry Jones this morning on Who's Your Daddy radio show in Dallas or Austin, Texas said. There's that, a radio show called Who's Your Daddy? No idea what the radio show is called, but Jerry Jones. Oh. Jones got on there this morning, did an interview, and said Dak's our quarterback for the next 10 years. So if we're asking ourselves if Jalen Hurts needs to do anything to secure his job, the answer's got to be no. Yeah, In no. a league where you're trying to pay somebody the big bag and hold on to them for a long time. Like, he's done it. Please he's get he's the, the boss. He's an MVP favorite right now. Please get that radio station and the name of the show so we don't sit there and, like, embarrass them because they had Jerry Jones and we didn't. So <laughs> who are we to be making up the name of their show? Uh, who... 
Who has the most to prove at this Super Bowl? Who has the most to prove at this Super Bowl? Is it Andy Reid? Is it Jalen Hurts? Is it a member of the Eagles' defense? Is it a member of that receiving core for the Chiefs? What about the offensive line? Some of those members two years ago were flat on their backs while Pat Mahomes is being ripped to the ground over and over and over again. Nick Sirianni has been uh, made fun of by Giants players, and hey, this dude's just along for the ride. Who has the most to prove Sunday? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Jay is in Jupiter. What's up, Jay? Quick question for you, Ken. Yep. So the Kansas City Chiefs in 2018 are in the conference championship. That was the first time they've been in the conference championship in 25 years yeah. before Andy Reid got there, right? So that's number one. Number two, can you tell me any of those conference championships or bowl games that he's been in that he's been outcoached? Uh, I think the well, the conference championship games, uh, no, I actually can't. So with that being said, why is all the heat on him? Uh, I mean, you've ultimately, you're the one in charge of getting your team to the the final game and uh, winning a trophy, winning a championship, game planning, and, getting and it I done. And I did that. I would say he got out coached in the AFC championship last year. And I would say in 2020 in the Super Bowl against the Buccaneers, where was the game plan to go against that pass rush when you know you have a depleted offensive line? That has to fall on somebody. It could be Patrick Mahomes' fault, or it could be the guy calling the plays. I'm, I'm glad you brought up Patrick Mahomes because I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. And the reason why I'm, I am because I asked you the question. So this will be his third trip to the bowl game in mm-hmm. four years. Is mm-hmm. that correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. So if he loses again, that's one and two in the bowl game. This is a dude that everybody's talking about is arguably the best quarterback ever. He loses. How are we talking about him? That's, I mean, Jay, I think that that's super valid. That's a good question. I think that, now you realize, okay. though, that you bring that up, and that's going to be blasphemy. To some, because Patrick Mahomes is the golden boy. He is the unique quarterback. And so you're going to offend a lot of people, though, even insinuating that Pat Mahomes might receive some criticism if he can't win this game on Sunday. And, and, you, and you figure in two, you figure in two. So one and two in the bowl game in three years and getting handled, by the way. Handled. If he's one and two in the bowl game, he got handled. But we still talking about him like he's the best to ever do it. We didn't talk about John Elway like that. And the 49ers blew the doors off of them dudes in 1989. We ain't talking about John Elway like that. I can say. I'm I'm real interested to see how this goes with him. And and we piled on, and I'm no Brady fan, but we piled on every loss, and we celebrated every loss Brady had in the chip. But that dude ended up coming out above 500 in the chip. And so if you're one and two and you keep getting back and you can't get the job done, Jay, I'm with you. I'm with you. I agree with you 100%. I think that yeah, I think he. That, I love those questions from Jay, and those are going to be the questions that come out, especially if the Chiefs lose. But what I will counter with is, we all know in sports, it's not just about your talent. It's not just about the talent around you. It's also about luck. In any sport, especially football, when there's eleven guys on your side of the field going up against eleven guys on the other side of the field, health plays into it. Play calling plays into it. And again, that game against the Buccaneers, that Super Bowl game, they were totally outmanned and outmatched up front. And Mahomes took no chance. That was one of Andy Reid's worst coaching performances in his career. And it was bad. It was bad on his behalf. And then also, 2018 AFC Championship against the Patriots, a D Ford offsides is what gifted Tom Brady that win to let him go on to win. But who's that on? Who's that on ultimately? D Ford. I mean, absolutely nobody else. If you are 
Patrick Mahomes did what he did had to do to win that AFC Championship game against the Patriots. Why didn't he do more? D Ford. Uh, you're right. He could have always done uh, more, right. but he did enough to win. I mean, that, that's the counter to all of that. Well, I know it's annoying, thing. but that's I the counter to all of that. Well, it's the, the strongest counter you could possibly you say. I it, love it. You, there are so many other plays in the game yes. that should have eliminated D Ford's offside. The, the difference is when the game is sealed up, but for that offside's happening in a pivotal moment, then it does fall back on him. Now, you could have been up by 30 instead of up by three or whatever the score was. You're right. You could always do more, but you did enough to win the game. And I'll also say this for Tom Brady. We talk about his Super Bowl record so highly, but it's like, again, if we go back and analyze each one of those, I already brought up the Malcolm Butler play where the Seahawks could have just punched it in. That's one less championship. I just brought up D Ford. That's one less championship. I can bring up the Saints pass interference against the, uh, the Rams. Remember when the Saints should have been in that Super Bowl and not mm-hmm. the Rams who had Jared Goff and a young Sean McVay, and they only put up, what, seven points in that Super Bowl? That could have been well less championship because we but know But all Drew these Brees. things we're talking about, it could have. It could have. It could have. It could have. I mean, it's, it's not like, like there's not a luck. body of work, a consistent body of work that shows the Chiefs with Mahomes and Reed yeah. falling short more often than they've succeeded. Well, Getting there isn't falling short necessarily. Getting there consistently being I don't hosting. know. So no, I agree 100% with you. I it is so hard. It's just hosting five straight AFC championships is consistent success. Now, I was demolished by both of you saying how hard it is to win these games. It's why I don't think rings necessarily matter. It's hard. It's hard. I think getting there is winning. It, to a lot of people, it depends what lens you're looking at it through. I don't think Andy Reid's on any sort of scope right now. And it's not like they're up there flopping on the big stage doing stuff like Aaron Rodgers. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just joking. I'm just it's hard to but, but, Theo, you can't say that when the last time the Chiefs were in the Super Bowl, they actually did flop on the biggest stage. Yeah, no, they like, did. Like, that was non-competitive, and it was boring <laughs> and terrible. It was, ter- it was a terrible football game. It was a poor scheme. It was bad luck with injuries, and it just was bad. The Bucks won that one. It is what it is. No excuse for that. Who has the most approved Sunday at the Super Bowl? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. Leo in Riviera Beach. What's up, Leo? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I just think we might be a little bit... Um, Skewed based on the recent success of one Tom Brady and the Patriots. Maybe before Tom Bra- before Tom Brady and the Patriots. I mean, four Super Bowls were enough, or or getting a Super Bowl was enough. And so I just feel like we forget how consistently like good Tom Brady was, and consistent where it's like Theo talked about, you know, luck, but. It felt like the Patriots more often than not made their own luck, yeah. or they were when it got into those clutch situations, they were you know clean and pristine. Where the other teams would always end up making the mistakes or shooting themselves in the foot to to give the Patriots that window to execute. And so I just think that you know maybe with with Tom Brady, was like maybe we just got to going forward, just throw out yeah, Tom Brady's the goat number seven, you know seven rings, whatever. Everybody's going to quote unquote chase him, but like, I don't think that should be the end all be all of like determine a quarterback's greatness if you can't get to seven. I mean, who? No, and I, I, we've and never expected Brady to get to seven now, in the first place either. We have though, and Leo appreciate the call. We have put Mahomes on this pedestal as if we're expecting him to make a run at it. I mean, yeah, yeah. Theo, two weeks ago you made a comment yeah. about hey, 
uh, you you got to take your time when you're getting to when you're looking for eight. Yeah, like it's it, it, it's that should be the goal though. I'm not saying he's going to sure. Yeah, but but if you go to the Super Bowl and you lose again, and you're Patrick Mahomes, and you still have the same number of championships as Nick Foles, Trent Dilfer, Brad Johnson, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, yeah, I was going to stay away from them, but you're right. You're right. His resume is a little bit different than the others, but you're right. You're right. At the end of the day, um, then you can start to at least feel like, hey, this dude has some work to do. He does. In this day and age where we're looking at rings, rings are an indicator to many about how successful someone is. See the guy who tonight is probably going to break the all-time scoring record in the NBA. See the rings conversation. It does matter. As much as it drives you crazy, yeah. it does matter. Who has the most to prove at the Super Bowl? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Theo and I are in an agreement that it's Andy Reid. But compelling case. Compelling case for Pat Mahomes. Is it Jalen Hurts? Is it Nick Sirianni? People think he's just riding the wave of talent there in Philadelphia. I've also got a wild card when we come back as well. Who has the most to prove at the Super Bowl? 888-760-3776. Is joint pain affecting your quality of life? At Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, their team's experienced in traditional joint replacement surgery, as well as new, less invasive treatments with the goal of returning you to what you love as quickly as possible. Learn more by visiting baptisthealthnet slash ortho today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Who has the most to prove at the Super Bowl? We'll continue taking your calls. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Twitter is open at KLV1063. That is Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Kansas City, Missouri put food in his belly. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. The big game Sunday, Glendale, Arizona. The Eagles, the Chiefs. You as a long-standing Chiefs fan, Theo, yeah. uh, where are your nerves at right now? Frey, do you have the... The churning stomach, the butterflies that stone. One would expect, being such a hardcore longtime fan yeah. uh, like Theo is, with his team approaching the Super Bowl, a Super Bowl Sunday, I'm just curious where your mental space is right now. These are actually the easier times. I don't get nervous or anxious or really just like any of those feelings come on until literally like the ball is about like the ball's about to be kicked off. Oh. First play. Honestly, kickoff still, I'm not really all that but once the first play is snapped and you kind of see like oh like because you 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 hang on every single snap when it's the super bowl every single play every single run is so important so right now i'm feeling good though. it's weird you're, t- you're talking from experience mm-hmm. yeah you know well what? back when i was a panthers fan okay so 2015 what else though back when i was a panthers fan the uh you know we, we, we was able to make it to the super bowl um and um cam newton and, and the guys almost got it done he still so, uses we after back after turning we his were. back on them. Back, back then, mm-hmm. it was we. Can you still use we, though? Back this, then, it was we. This is odd. If you get divorced you, and you're recalling a story with your ex-wife, 
you can say back then we took a trip to Cancun. Because uh, back no, then you did. All right, I guess. I guess. I guess. All right, I'll give you it that. It works. Uh, who has the most to prove at the Super Bowl? I think Theo has something to prove <laughs> at the Super Bowl. That's where we should have gone. Yeah, that's where we should have gone. Like, like d- how locked in I am. Yeah, like how locked in he is. Because this, to me, if the Dolphins were in the Super Bowl, let me tell, let me tell everybody something right now, okay? And we missed a glorious opportunity this season. Because do you know, Stone, how neurotic... How insane, how nerve-wracking, how anxiety-inducing this radio show would be for two weeks. People would be begging for the game to come because I would be insufferable with my amount of worry and doubt and nervousness going into this game. I would be the worst to listen to, and it would be glorious radio with Stone having to talk me off a ledge every day, with Theo trying to calm my nerves. I would very legitimately like Elon Musk smoke weed on air to try and calm my nerves. Ooh, and we do it butt naked most but, likely the show. Butt naked. Why, why not? Because the Dolphins are in the Super Bowl. We're wilding out, man. They're just on a Wednesday, please. There's, there's, <laughs> there's one thing, though. <laughs> We would have to take back all the ish we were just talking about, about Radio Row. Because, I mean, that's oh, where we'd, we'd be. be. There. We'd be there. That's where we'd be. And we'd be reckless. And we'd be reckless. We'd be yeah. trying to go viral. Oh Everything we said we don't like, we'd be doing if the Finns were in Glendale. Yeah, you're hypocrites. There's a good chance that... <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes. If it, yes, you are. <laughs> yes. This is a second straight day Ken's been called a hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think that we'd be... It's all, It would almost be therapeutic. It's not hypocritical if we're going out there to use it as therapy. Because therapy. I need an outlet. I would need an outlet because there's a good chance I would be unemployed by the time I came back from the Super Bowl with the Dolphins in it if I didn't get that outlet of sports talk radio ishness on Radio Row with like the Dolphins that. in there. And there would only be one president of the Tua Tonga Barloa fan club this guy. in Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coast. Yeah. Like he would have to be in attendance. Yeah. He would have to be there. And honestly, the one thing that I have hiked up on and my fiance's pissed about it is like I've been listening to a lot more podcasts and reading articles on like I found oh, you're finally all these, got around to learning the team. All of these deep <laughs> Wow. <laughs> well no, I'm just as things are coming out, I uh-huh. care so much more on a day-to-day basis, hour-to-hour basis, like who's gonna be in and out. Like when I found out Hardman's gonna be out and we're gonna be bringing back CEH, I'm like, well, I kind of don't want to see CEH because Pacheco's been so good. McKinnon's been so good. And he was so I am more on that side, but I'm more I have a different style than you. You know, you're you're the guy you're pessimistic, you're worried, you're always high strung. No, I gotta put on a brave face. All right. Well, better 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 you than me. Better you than me in this spot. We'll put it that all I'm saying is that when the Dolphins eventually get there, this radio show is gonna be unlistenable. I can't wait for it. Who has the most to prove at the Super Bowl? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. In Boca, it's Bobby. What's up, Bobby? Hey, Steve. What's up, guys? What's up, brother? Uh, hanging in there, man. So I got an idea here for you. Okay. I, I got to think that Steve Spagnuolo's got the job of his lifetime right now looking at the staring down the throat of. Yeah. If, I'm not sure if you guys saw the way that the Eagles' offensive line destroyed that front seven mm. of the 49ers. I mean, Nick Bosa was put on his back <laughs> four times in the game on his back. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the Eagles are going to run the, I think the Eagles are going to run the ball down their throat. I really do. I think that's going to be a problem. It's, I think this, could, this game could get out of hand real easy. It's beginning to feel like, and the more we talk through it and thank you, Bobby. And I said it earlier, 
it's it's getting to the point where it feels like, and I'm not trying to, to crap on you, Theo, but it's beginning to feel like there's no excuse for the Eagles not to win this game. They're full strength. They throttled a really good offensive line who didn't block anybody in the NFC Championship game. That defense ran roughshod, did absolutely whatever it wanted, even in the brief moments that the Niners were actually on full strength on offense. And then you've got the best offensive front in football as well. On the other side, with the Chiefs defense, while it's good, it's not Eagles level. It's not. No. So I don't, I, it just seems in some areas, important areas, mismatchy to where you're going to have to say, hey, Mahomes, do things extraordinarily. Be a magician for four quarters, and I don't know if that's overly sustainable. It's just, here's the thing. If he wasn't hobbled, I'd feel more confident about it. But the difference, That's another thing about it. Yeah, and the difference between these rosters, you look at the final four teams that made the championship games, what's the biggest common denominator? Jalen Hurts, rookie contract. You're able to pay guys around him. You have these free agents you're able to bring in. The Bengals, Joe Burrow, rookie contract. You have guys around him. The 49ers are kind of an outlier because – they actually pay their quarterback room similarly to the Chiefs because they have Garoppolo's contract still and yeah. Trey Lance and Brock Purdy. Yeah, they've, but got still, t- they've got Trey Lance, but they actually just paid Brock Purdy in gift certificates <laughs> <Yeah>. this year. <laughs> like Chuck E. Cheese. Right, and right. Just, Here you go. <laughs> don't spend it all in one place. But, like, for real, like, it, it those th- those are more complete rosters. So they have the guys. And then the Eagles being fully healthy, I am concerned because they have the better roster. But – Again, you just hope that Mahomes can be magical. Here's why you shouldn't be concerned, and here's the problem with Bobby's call. That take is getting mushed. Like, that is the only thing that we're going to hear moving forward if you go anywhere, any bar, any Brightline station, any Greenway, anywhere you go, they're going to say that they're going to run the ball down Kansas City's throat. Then why are they favored by a single point? None of the math adds up. All of the prop bets, all the bets are going to go on this Eagles rushing yards over, Jalen Hurts rushing over, and it's not going to play out like that. Like, that's the only take we've heard. It's going to become so public that it's not going to happen like that. This is a good opportunity for Kansas City and all their players, and Ken doesn't believe in this kind of stuff, but to self-motivate yourself, like kind of have that, that, that eye of the tiger, like, all right, bet you guys think that we're going to get the ball run down our throat? Watch this. Yeah. They're favored by a point. Like, it's not that big of a mismatch. Like, so people are going to be really surprised. You're going to go with the, the Vegas line to, uh, to, to tell the world what on paper and on film looks like a near certainty that the Eagles aren't going to be able to run the ball against the Chiefs. 110%. Yes. Absolutely. Right. Okay. Like, not, like I, mean, I said, all of the best. I choose not to live in money fantasy world, but you believe in it. I'm not going to, to take a dump on you over it. Not at all. I don't see it playing out like that. I was. Uh, and there's going to be a billion dollars bet on this game. Like, this is the most, the single handedly, yeah. just absolutely most bet on thing in sports that we've ever seen. And they're favored by a point. If you think they're going to run the ball down Kansas City's throat, you're in for a rude awakening. I don't think it's just going to be them able to, I think they'll be able to move the ball on Kansas City. I just think that there needs to be an ability for the Chiefs to make plays. Like, you have a bunch of rookie defensive backs, a bunch of rookies in general on that defense. So, Spags is going to have to put them in a position and they're going to have to make plays. Like, it's going to be – you can't stop – we haven't seen anybody stop the Eagles all year. You can't expect to stop them, but you can't expect to confuse them in a pivotal moment. on third, Get them in a third and long and, and make a play. Force Jalen Hurst to toss it down the field and maybe you get an interception. Like, 
You have to win on the margins against that offense, and then you have to hope that Mahomes is a magician. 100%. Ben, don't break. Yeah. Get yours on first and second down. But when you come into this red zone, like you got to earn these points. you got to. Like, it, 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 so it's it's, it's a football game. They're favored by a point. It is so disrespectful that a one-loss team is a one-point favorite in the Super Bowl. <laughs> it just occurred to me how disrespectful that is. I mean, think about it. Also, too, you would never know that the Eagles are the one. If you were just in a bubble, right? You you were in a coma from the beginning of the season to now, right? But you still remember. You know who the players are and the Chiefs. They're the mighty ones. And then there's the upstart Eagles. But in this game, the Eagles are no upstarts. They're a one-loss team. But if you're just listening to the narratives around this game, you just woke up from the coma, you would say to yourself, oh, the mighty Chiefs, and can the Eagles upset them? <laughs> like, th- seriously. I agree. Because it's the second-year quarter or the third-year quarterback. It's the, the young second-year head coach. It's this team that was built up. Can they take down the mighty Mahomes and the mighty Andy Reid? Yeah. Like, if this was, say the Eagles were the Patriots, right? Say the Eagles were the Patriots and the Chiefs were the Eagles, you'd be saying, oh my God, can the Eagles upend this massive juggernaut that is the Bill Belichick, Tom Brady Patriots. But instead, it's the one-loss team based on the narratives. The one-loss team who lost that game with a backup, a backup quarterback in the game. It's the one-loss team that feels like the underdog. They had the, they had the loss. They had two, three losses, technically. Just, they had one loss when they were fully healthy. Right. But I would say... It makes sense just based off of people. Like, they still feel unproven. Like, they still feel like they hadn't really beaten a team of subs. Like, think about but the Chiefs' The one fully year. healthy loss. The team that had one was loss the fully healthy. They lost to the Commanders. Remember, it was that primetime. Yeah, it was Thursday night. Slide, Thursday. So, the Chiefs' three losses this year were one to the Colts, where Chris Jones had an idiot offsides call that gave them a chance to come. Not acceptable in any way, shape, It's bad. It's bad. You lose to the Colts, you can't lose to the Colts. And then mm-hmm. it was the Bengals and the Bills. Ken, let me look at it from the other side of the coin. You put everything in perspective right there, but let's say you live under a rock as well. It's a Philadelphia Eagles team with Jalen Hurts, who's 16-1 and as a starter. This Kansas City Chiefs team who's gone into overtime with the Texans. Gone into overtime with the Jacksonville Jaguars, almost lost mm-hmm. that game. Just have had to they haven't sweat looked invincible. at all. Have had to sweat all season long. You would think Philadelphia is favored by seven. Right, yeah. But here we are. They're saying this is a pick 'em, and this is going to be a knife fight. No guns involved. So if you think they're going to run the ball down the throat, it's just another argument that they're not going to do that. No. It, it just it, it, it seems disrespectful that this team at full strength was damn near unbeatable, right? Was damn near unbeatable and won the most competitive division in the entire NFL. Not even a question. Yeah, you're right about that. And they go in as a one-point kind of one-point favorite. One-point favorite. It's wild. It is absolutely wild to me. Yeah. Who has the most to prove at the Super Bowl? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Boy, when the Chiefs win Sunday, Theo's going to be cocky as hell. Oh, I'm different. Who, who has the most to prove at the Super Bowl? 888-760-3776. Hey, if you're going anywhere on Sunday, maybe you make an appointment on the Bright Line to get there. Going south to see the game, uh, visiting with some friends in Miami-Dade. Well, maybe, just maybe you take Brightline. It is the stress-free. It is the safe way. It is the quickest way to get through South Florida. Get those premium seats. Stations in West Palm, Boca Raton, Fort Lauderdale, Aventura, Miami. That's Brightline. Go Brightline.com, the free Brightline app. 
Go with Brightline. The big yellow train gets you where you need to be. You avoid the gridlock, and it is just so easy to use. Go Brightline.com, the free Brightline app going anywhere in South Florida. Make it a trip on the Brightline. Again, go Brightline.com and the free Brightline app. He's Theodore, CWPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. And of course, Grammy Award winning artist Jalen Hurts in tandem with Terry Bradshaw. Ace time, baby. After the NFC Championship game. Still impressed that Jalen Hurts knew the words to the Eagles fight song. Because again, it's an NFL fight song. Players don't know that. They don't sing that in the locker room. In college, you do, unless you're Stone Lebanowitz, a fraud at Southern Illinois quarterback who made up the words when I asked him to sing the words on this radio oh, show. Man. Wow. Just made him up like a fraud, total fraud. By the way, Southern Illinois, that campus, that community, how have they received you since they 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 learned that you're a Saluki fraud? I mean, it's been tough, but I, I, I took some flack. <laughs> you did take some flack. After that post, but uh, still in their hearts. Oh, man. I... The more I think about it, the more disrespected the Eagles are as a one-point favorite, man. They lost one game full strength all year. All year. If you put a if if Tom Brady was in New England and you put a silver helmet on that Eagles helmet with a with a little Patriot guy, okay? We'd be talking about how what can the what can the opposition do to possibly keep up with that? But it's the Eagles and then you've got Mahomes on the other side, so it's a one-point favorite. One-point favorite. I don't know, man. I just, I feel like everything shapes up to the Eagles doing this by two scores. Ooh. I'm sorry, Theo. That's but that's what it feels like to that's me. Disrespect. Can that's you, what it, you can get that at a hefty price now. Yeah? A hefty price. Like what? What are we talking here? <sighs> if you think these guys are going to win, let's say you take a line at 13 and a half and they're one point favorites right now, you can turn 100 into 800 by minimum. <laughs> I, I don't understand any of that. It's Mandarin to me, but I do understand turn 100 into 800. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I understand that. I, I, I understand that. Uh, I also want everybody to understand about EDS Air Conditioning, that it is the place to go to if you need your AC fixed up, if you need it finely tuned, if you need it replaced, that unit, it's going bad. It's getting hot again. It's getting hot. It's South Florida. Winter, done. It lasted six seconds. It's over. Enough. That's why you need that AC running strong. EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is, yes, they're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. That's EDS Air Conditioning. EDSAirConditioning.com. They work appointment schedules around you. This is why I really appreciate them is they don't hold you hostage. It's not, oh, well, we can be out there next Tuesday between 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. Uh-uh. It doesn't work like that. It's, oh, Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so, um, uh, what does your day look like? Uh, could you possibly be home between two and three, and we'll try and come out. Like, that's how they work. That's how they operate. They're trying to do right by you, doing the best work that you're going to find in a very competitive AC industry down here in South Florida. EDS is yes. EDS Air Conditioning. EDSAirConditioning.com. Schedule your appointment now at EDSAirConditioning.com. Big homie is on Ken LeVick Alive. What's up, homie? Man, y'all, y'all boys is... Uh... Ken, you the only one who's smart enough to realize it. Stone, uh, y'all boys, y'all in for a rude awakening right now. (laughs) We got the number one rushing team, but all of a sudden, we're not going to run the ball against the Kansas City Chiefs 
who lost to the Colts this season. Y'all want to breeze over that, but you want to bring up, oh, we lost to the Washington uh, football team. <laughs> like, they wouldn't beat the 49ers if they played them twice during the season. We were in the best division in football, yep. had four teams penciled in to go to the playoffs. Y'all told us that the Giants were going to give us that work. Yeah. What happened? Uh, I was wrong. Y'all told us the four, if the Cowboys would have beat the 49ers, Y'all boys would have picked the Cowboys over the over the Eagles. What happened with that? And now you think that a, a half cock, oh, he's going to be magic the whole game. When he was completely healthy against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they scored nine points. Nine points. And he had Tyreek Hill. And our defense is two times better than that defense. Like, y'all went for a rude away. Y'all boys is going to sing the Fly Eagles fly song to me on um, Monday. <laughs> homie, I love it. Homie, I, I love like, homie, it. Homie, Monday, Monday, will you? Like, Stone, Stone, you play football, and you're going to sit here and watch the Eagles, the two playoff games, and still sit up here and talk about what they're not going to do to the Chiefs? Yep. Like, I, I don't know, bro. I, I don't know. And I can't trust a man who had a Grammy party uh, <laughs> any, any football <laughs> any football, if a grown man can explain to you the behind, I don't want to hear any of his football acumen. Bandwagon fan, you can come, Theo. You can be an Eagles fan after Sunday night because you will not be wearing that Chiefs jersey if you got one. Oh fly, my Eagles, God. Fly. fly, see y'all next. Eagles, fly. All, All right, homie. Appreciate you. I- I see. I got love for Big Homie. I appreciate the passion, and and it's the thing. I can't even muster up hate for Eagles fans or the Eagles. Like, no, really, it's easy. I, mean, I, I think I you should be able to. <laughs> I, I mean, come on, I dude. Can't. I like Jalen Hurts, Houston guy, and I, I'm, I like the Eagles. My little sister's a fan of the Eagles. I can't be mad at them, but the Chiefs are going to still get them. What on is Sunday. with your family and its fandoms? It just doesn't. We don't. We, How we is don't your live sister by an Eagles fan? Constructs as y'all. We don't. This is the thing. Like. We're different. What does that mean? We're different. I don't. I don't play by the You're same horrible. set of rules as y'all. I'm. It's just. It's when you built with this kind of cloth, it's different, man. <laughs> I don't These know what it means. It sounds great, but I don't know what it means. <laughs> the cloth is that. Uh, Wait, what's the story behind your little sister being an Eagles fan? My little sister is an. She's always been an Eagles fan. It's just there's no story behind it. She also grew up. She, she didn't grow up with me in Houston. She grew up in the Northeast and also in the Bay. She's not from Philly, though. I appreciate. Did she, it. Did she grow up in Pennsylvania? Because that's your that that's that's um, your. She spent time in Pennsylvania, but I think she was an Eagles fan before then. Actually, Matt, ironically, I I love Theo's family though because if you've spent time anywhere in the yeah. contiguous forty eight uh, <laughs> states in the United States of America, then that qualifies you to be a fan, a regional fan of the team that exists in that state. We don't we it's no construct of, of zoning for us, depending <laughs> on have, whether or not I'm gonna be a fan of a team. It's what I fall in open love. borders, hey yes. I, I'm just it's a vibe. Your fandom, fandom is a vibe. I didn't take <laughs> I didn't take you I didn't take you as the guy that was false claiming where you're from, but I love, Here we are. No, I like I the thought that Theo, Theo is a is is the Kyrie fan. A fan. He's the Kyrie fan. I, I, it's whatever. Like I wake up wow. one morning, I feel like playing, and I do it. Like you know what I'm saying. Watch a YouTube I, video, get sold on yeah. something, and then put it out to the masses. <laughs> the I'm Kyrie. Like, wow, this is going viral. I'm gonna rock with this. <laughs> Theo, Theo is the Kyrie Irving of fandom. It's yeah. awesome. It's it's you know what. Now I have a new appreciation yeah. for it. That's good. And I stand on that. And big homie, y'all going down on Sunday. Oh, man. That I appreciate funny. your passion. Wait, though. how many other brothers and sisters do you have? 
I have two brothers, three sisters. All right, when we come back, I want to get their fandoms of various teams because now I'm really fascinated by your family. Oh, it's a lot of wild cards. Uh, yeah, it, it sounds that. Uh, <laughs> trust me, I, I'm gathering that. That's why I want to dig into this a little bit. Also, we're debuting a new segment in hour two that you're not going to want to miss. And it is cut from the cloth of the great Stephen A. Smith mm. and Jay Will. A new segment is on the way. Stay tuned because you're going to love it. Well, that might be a stretch. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. The big game Sunday, Glendale, Arizona. The Eagles. The Chiefs. You as a long-standing Chiefs fan, Theo. Yeah. Uh, where are your nerves at right now? Frey, do you have the the churning stomach, the butterflies that Stone? One would expect, being such a hardcore longtime fan yeah. uh, like Theo is, with his team approaching the Super Bowl, a Super Bowl Sunday, I'm just curious where your mental space is right now. These are actually the easier times. I don't get nervous or anxious or really just like any of those feelings come on until literally like the ball is about like the ball's about to be kicked off ah. first play honestly kickoff still i'm not really all that but once the first play is snapped and you kind of see like oh like because you, you you hang on every single snap when it's the super bowl every single play every single run is so important so right now i'm feeling good though. it's weird you're, t- you're talking from experience mm-hmm. yeah you know well what? back when i was a panthers fan okay so 2015 what else though back when i was a panthers fan the uh you know we, we, we was able to make it to the super bowl um and um cam newton and, and the guys almost got it done he so still uses we after after turning we his back on them back, back then mm-hmm. it was we can you still use we though back this, then it was we this is odd if you get divorced you and you're recalling a story with your ex-wife you can say back then we took a trip to Cancun. Because uh, back no, then we did. All right, I guess. I guess. I guess. All right, I'll give you it that. It works. Uh, who has the most to prove at the Super Bowl? I think Theo has something to prove <laughs> at the Super Bowl. That's where we should have gone. Yeah, that's where we should have gone. Like, like d- how locked d- in I am. Yeah, like how locked <laughs> in he is. Because this, to me, if the Dolphins were in the Super Bowl, let me tell, let me tell everybody something right now, okay? And we missed a glorious opportunity this season because do you know stone how neurotic how insane how nerve-wracking how anxiety inducing this radio show would be for two weeks people would be begging for the game to come because i would be insufferable with my amount of worry and doubt and nervousness going into this game, I would be the worst to listen to, and it would be glorious radio with Stone having to talk me off a ledge every day, with Theo trying to calm my nerves. I would very legitimately like Elon Musk smoke weed on air to try and calm my nerves. Ooh, and we do it butt naked most likely but, this butt show. Butt naked. Why, why not? Because the Dolphins are in the Super Bowl. We're wilding out, man. Do this on a Wednesday, please. There's, there's, <laughs> there's one thing, though. <laughs> We would have to take back all the ish we were just talking about, about Radio Row. Because, I mean, that's oh, where we'd, we'd be. be. We'd be there. That's where we'd be. And we'd be reckless. And we'd be reckless. We'd be yeah. trying to go viral. Oh Everything we said we don't like, we'd be doing if the Finns were in Glendale. So you hypocrites. There's a good chance that... <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes. If it, yes, you are. <laughs> yes. This is the second straight day Ken's been caught a hypocrite. <laughs> 
I just think that we'd be, it's all, it would almost be therapeutic. It's not hypocritical if we're going out there to use it as therapy because therapy. I need an outlet. I would need an outlet because there's a good chance I would be unemployed by the time I came back from the Super Bowl with the Dolphins in it if I didn't get that outlet of sports talk radio-ishness on Radio Row with like the Dolphins that. in there. And there would only be one president of the Tua Loa fan club this guy. in Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coast. Yeah. Like, he would have to be in attendance. Mm. He would have to be there. And honestly, the one thing that I have hiked up on and my fiance's pissed about it is, like, I've been listening to a lot more podcasts and reading articles on. Like, I found oh, you finally got around to learning the team. All of these deep <laughs> Wow. <laughs> well, no, I'm just... As things are coming out, I uh-huh. care so much more on a day-to-day basis, hour-to-hour basis, like who's going to be in and out. Like when I found out Hardman's going to be out and we're going to be bringing back CEH, I'm like, well, I kind of don't want to see CEH because Pacheco's been so good, McKinnon's yeah. been so good, and he was – so I am more on that side, but I'm more – I have a different style than you. You know, you're you're the guy – you're pessimistic, you're yeah. worried, I'm you're always – I'm a high-strung yeah. – No, I, I got to put on a brave face. All right. Well, better, better, better you than me. Better you than me in this spot. We'll put it that. All I'm saying is that when the Dolphins eventually get there, this radio show is going to be unlistenable. I can't yeah. wait for it. Who has the most to prove at the Super Bowl? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. In Boca, it's Bobby. What's up, Bobby? Hey, Steve. What's up, guys? What's up, brother? Uh, hanging in there, man. So I got an idea here for you. Okay. I, I got to think that Steve Spagnuolo's got the job of his lifetime right now looking at the staring down the throat of. Yeah. If, I'm not sure if you guys saw the way that the Eagles' offensive line destroyed that front seven mm. of the 49ers. I mean, Nick Bosa was put on his back <laughs> four times in the game on his back. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the Eagles are going to run the I think the Eagles going to run the ball down their throat. I really do. I think that's going to be a problem. It's, this, could, this game could get out of hand real easy. It's beginning to feel like, and the more we talk through it, and thank you, Bobby, and I said it earlier, it's it's getting to the point where it feels like, and I'm not trying to, to crap on you, Theo, but it's beginning to feel like there's no excuse for the Eagles not to win this game. They're full strength. They throttled a really good offensive line who didn't block anybody in the NFC Championship game. That defense ran roughshod, did absolutely whatever it wanted even in the brief moments that the Niners were actually on full strength on offense. And then you've got the best offensive front in football as well. On the other side, with the Chiefs defense, while it's good, it's not Eagles level. It's not. So I don't – it just seems in some areas, important areas, mismatchy to where you're going to have to say, hey, Mahomes, do things extraordinarily. Be a magician for four quarters, and I don't know if that's overly sustainable. It's just – Here's the thing. If he wasn't hobbled, I'd feel more confident about it. But the difference That's another thing about it. Yeah, and the difference between these rosters, you look at the final four teams that made the championship games. What's the biggest common denominator? Jalen Hurts, rookie contract. You're able to pay guys around him. You have these free agents you're able to bring in. The Bengals, Joe Burrow, rookie contract. You have guys around him. The 49ers are kind of an outlier because they actually pay their quarterback room. Similarly to the Chiefs, because they have Garoppolo's contract still and yeah. Trey Lance and Brock Purdy. Yeah, they've got still, t- they've got Trey Lance, but they actually just paid Brock Purdy in gift certificates <laughs> <yeah>. this year, <laughs> like Chuck E. Cheese. Right, and right. Just, <laughs> Here you go. Don't spend it all in one place. But like for real, like it. it those th- those are more complete rosters. So they have the guys, and then the Eagles being fully healthy. I am concerned because they have the better roster. But 
again, you just hope that Mahomes can be magical. Here's why you shouldn't be concerned, and here's the problem with Bobby's call. That take is getting mushed. Like, that is the only thing that we're going to hear moving forward if you go anywhere, any bar, any Brightline station, any Greenway, anywhere you go, they're going to say that they're going to run the ball down Kansas City's throat. Then why are they favored by a single point? None of the math adds up. All of the prop bets, all the bets are going to go on this Eagles rushing yards over, Jalen Hurts rushing over, and it's not going to play out like that. Like, that's the only take we've heard. It's going to become so public that it's not going to happen like that. This is a good opportunity for Kansas City and all their players, and Ken doesn't believe in this kind of stuff, but to self-motivate yourself, like kind of have that, that, that eye of the tiger, like, all right, bet. You guys think that we're going to get the ball run down our throat? Watch this. Yeah. They're favored by a point. Like, it's not that big of a mismatch. Like, so people are going to be really surprised. You're going to go with the, the Vegas line to, uh, to, to tell the world what on paper and on film looks like a near certainty that the Eagles aren't going to be able to run the ball against the Chiefs. 110%. Yes. Absolutely. Right. Okay. Like, not, like I, mean, I said, all of the best. I choose not to live in money fantasy world, but you believe in it. I'm not going to 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 take a dump on you over it. Not at all. I don't see it playing out like that. I was, uh, and there's going to be a billion dollars bet on this game. Like this is the most, the single handedly, yeah. just absolutely most bet on thing in sports that we've ever seen. And they're favored by a point. If you think they're going to run the ball down Kansas City's throat, you're in for a rude awakening. I don't think it's just going to be them able to. I think they'll be able to move the ball on Kansas City. I just think that there needs to be an ability for the Chiefs to make plays. Like you have a bunch of rookie defensive backs, a bunch of rookies in general on that defense. So Spags is going to have to put them in a position and they're going to have to make plays. Like it's going to be, you can't stop. We haven't seen anybody stop the Eagles all year. You Mm -hmm. can't expect to stop them, but you can expect to. Confuse them in a pivotal moment on third. Get them in a third and long, and and make a play. Force Jalen Hurst to toss it down the field, and maybe you get a interception. Like you have to win on the margins against that offense, and then you have to hope that Mahomes is a magician. One hundred percent. Ben, don't break. Yeah. Get yours on first and second down. But when you come into this red zone, like you got to earn these points. You got to. Like it, 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 so it's, it's a though. football game. They're favored by a point. It is so disrespectful that a one-loss team is a one-point favorite in the Super Bowl. <laughs> it just occurred to me how disrespectful that is I mean think about it also too you would never know that the Eagles are the one if you were just in a bubble right you you were in a coma from the beginning of the season to now right but you still remember you know who the players are and the Chiefs they're the mighty ones and then there's the upstart Eagles but in this game the Eagles are no upstarts they're a one-loss team. But if you're just listening to the narratives around this game, you just woke up from the coma, you would say to yourself, oh, the mighty Chiefs, and can the Eagles upset them? <laughs> like, th- seriously. I agree. Because it's the second-year quarter or the third-year quarterback. It's the, the young second-year head coach. It's this team that was built up. Can they take down the mighty Mahomes and the mighty Andy Reid? Yeah. Like, if this was, say the Eagles were the Patriots, right? Say the Eagles were the Patriots, and the Chiefs were the Eagles. You'd be saying, oh, my God, can the Eagles upend this massive juggernaut that is the Bill Belichick, Tom Brady Patriots? But instead, it's the one-loss team based on the narratives. The one-loss team who lost that game with a backup, a backup quarterback in the game. It's the one-loss team that feels like the underdog. They had the the loss. They had two... Three losses, technically. 
just they had one loss when they were fully healthy. Right. But I would say it makes sense just based off of people. Like, they still feel unproven. Like, they still feel like they hadn't really beaten a team of subs. Like, think about but the Chiefs' The one fully year. healthy loss. The team that had one was loss the fully healthy. They lost to the Commanders. Remember, it was that primetime. Yeah, it was Thursday night. Slide, Thursday. So, the Chiefs' three losses this year were one to the Colts, where Chris Jones had an idiot offsides call that gave them a chance to come. Not acceptable in any way, shape, It's bad. It's bad. You lose to the Colts, you can't lose to the Colts. And then it was the Bengals and the Bills. Ken, let me look at it from the other side of the coin. You put everything in perspective right there, but let's say you live under a rock as well. It's a Philadelphia Eagles team with Jalen Hurts, who's 16-1 and as a starter. This Kansas City Chiefs team who's gone into overtime with the Texans. Gone into overtime with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Almost lost mm-hmm. that game. Just have had to they haven't sweat. haven't looked invincible. No. At all. Have had to sweat all season long. You would think Philadelphia's favored by seven. Right, yeah. But here we are. They're saying this is a pick 'em, and this is going to be a knife fight. No guns involved. So if you think they're going to run the ball down the throat, it's just another argument that they're not going to do that. No. It, it just it, it, it seems disrespectful that this team at full strength was damn near unbeatable, right? Was damn near unbeatable and won the most competitive division in the entire NFL. Not even a question. Yeah, you're right about that. And they go in as a one-point kind of one-point favorite. One-point favorite. It's wild. It, it's absolutely wild to me. Yeah. Who has the most to prove at the Super Bowl? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Boy, when the Chiefs win Sunday, Theo's going to be cocky as hell. Oh, I'm different. Who, who has the most to prove at the Super Bowl? 888-760-3776. Hey, if you're going anywhere on Sunday, maybe you make an appointment on the Bright Line to get there. Going south to see the game, uh, visiting with some friends in Miami-Dade. Well, maybe, just maybe, you take Bright Line. It is the stress-free, it is the safe way, it is the quickest way to get through South Florida. Get those premium seats. Stations in West Palm, Boca Raton, Fort Lauderdale, Aventura, Miami. That's Brightline. Go Brightline.com, the free Brightline app. Go with Brightline. The big yellow train gets you where you need to be. You avoid the gridlock, and it is just so easy to use. Go Brightline.com, the free Brightline app. Going anywhere in South Florida, make it a trip on the Brightline. Again, go Brightline.com and the free Brightline app. He's Theodore, CWPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. To Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. And, of course, Grammy Award-winning artist Jalen Hurts in H-time. tandem with Terry Bradshaw. Ace time, baby. After the NFC Championship game. Still impressed that Jalen Hurts knew the words to the Eagles fight song. Because, again, it's an NFL fight song. Players don't know that. They don't sing that in the locker room. In college, you do, unless you're Stone Labanowitz, a fraud at Southern Illinois, a quarterback who made up the words when I asked him to sing the words on this radio oh, show. Man. Wow. Just made him up like a fraud, troll fraud. By the way, Southern Illinois, that campus, that community, how have they received you since they 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 learned that you're a Saluki fraud? I mean, it's been tough. But I, 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 t- I took some flack. You did take some flack. After that post, but uh, still in their hearts. Oh, man. I... The more I think about it, the more disrespected the Eagles are as a one-point favorite, man. They lost one game full strength all year. All year. If you put a if if Tom Brady was in New England and you put a silver helmet on that Eagles helmet with a with a little Patriot guy, okay? We'd be talking about how 
what can the what can the opposition do to possibly keep up with that? But it's the Eagles, and then you've got Mahomes on the other side. So it's a one-point favorite. One-point favorite. I don't know, man. I just I feel like everything shapes up to the Eagles doing this by two scores. Ooh. I'm sorry, Theo. That's but that's what it feels like to that's me. Disrespect. Can that's you, what it, you can get that at a hefty price now. Yeah? A hefty price. Like what? What are we talking here? <laughs> if you think these guys are going to win, let's say you take a line at 13 and a half and they're one-point favorites right now, you can turn 100 into 800 by minimum. <laughs> I, I don't understand any of that. It's Mandarin to me, but I do understand turn 100 into 800. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I understand that. I, I, I understand that. Uh, I also want everybody to understand about EDS Air Conditioning, that it is the place to go to if you need your AC fixed up, if you need it finely tuned, if you need it replaced, that unit, it's going bad. It's getting hot again. It's getting hot. It's South Florida. Winter, done. It lasted six seconds. It's over. Enough. That's why you need that AC running strong. EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is, yes, they're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. That's EDS Air Conditioning. EDSAirConditioning.com. They work appointment schedules around you. This is why I really appreciate them is they don't hold you hostage. It's not, oh, well, we can be out there next Tuesday between 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. It doesn't work like that. It's, oh, Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so, um, uh, what does your day look like? Uh, could you possibly be home between two and three, and we'll try and come out. Like, that's how they work. That's how they operate. They're trying to do right by you, doing the best work that you're going to find in a very competitive AC industry down here in South Florida. EDS is yes. EDS Air Conditioning, edsairconditioning.com. Schedule your appointment now at edsairconditioning.com. Big homie is on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, homie? Man, y'all, y'all boys is... Uh... Ken, you the only one who's smart enough to realize it. Stone, uh, y'all boys, y'all y'all in for a rude awakening right now. <laughs> we got the number one rushing team, but all of a sudden we're not going to run the ball against the Kansas City Chiefs, who lost to the Colts this season. Y'all want to breeze over that, but you want to bring up, oh, we lost to the Washington uh, football team. <laughs> Like, they wouldn't beat the 49ers if they played them twice during the season. We were in the best division in football, had four teams penciled in to go to the playoffs. Y'all told us that the Giants were going to give us that work. What happened? Uh, I was wrong. Y'all told us if the Cowboys would have beat the 49ers, y'all boys would have picked the Cowboys over the the Eagles. What happened with that? And now you think that uh, a half-cock, oh, he's going to be magic the whole game. When he was completely healthy against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they scored nine points. Nine points. And he had Tyreek Hill. And our defense is two times better than that defense. Like, y'all went for a rude away. Y'all boys is going to sing the Fly Eagles Fly song to me on um, Monday. <laughs> <laughs> homie, I love it. Homie, I, I love like, Homie, Monday. Monday, will you? Like, Stone, Stone, you play football. And you're going to sit here and watch the Eagles the two playoff games that still sit up here and talk about what they're not going to do to the Chiefs. Yep. Like, I, I don't know, bro. I, I don't know. And I can't trust a man who had a Grammy party, uh, <laughs> any, any football, any football. If a grown man can explain to you the time, I don't want to hear any of his football acumen. Bandwagon fan. You can come, Theo, you can be an Eagles fan after Sunday night. Because you will not be wearing that Chiefs jersey if you got one. Oh, fly, my God. Fly, fly, Eagles, fly. All, the road. All right, homie. Appreciate you. I, I, 
see, I got love for Big Homie. I appreciate the passion. And, and it's the thing. I can't even muster up hate for Eagles fans or the Eagles. Like, really? It's easy. I, mean, I, I think I you should be able to. <laughs> I, I mean, come on, I dude. Can't. I like Jalen Hurts, Houston guy. And I, I'm, I like the Eagles. My little sister's a fan of the Eagles. I can't be mad at them, but the Chiefs are going to still get them what on Sunday. What is with your family and its fandoms? It just doesn't. We don't. We, How we is don't your sister an Eagles fan? Constructs as y'all. We don't. <laughs> this is the thing. Like, we're different. What does that even mean? We're different. I don't. I don't play by the Yo, same horrible. set of rules as y'all. I'm. It's just. It's when you built with this kind of cloth, it's different, man. <laughs> I don't These know what it means. It sounds great, but I don't know what it means. <laughs> the cloth is that. Uh, Wait, what's the story behind your little sister being an Eagles fan? My little sister is. An, she's always been an Eagles fan. It's just there's no story behind it. She also grew up, she, she didn't grow up with me in Houston. She grew up in the Northeast and also in the Bay. She's not from Philly, though. I appreciate it. Did, did she grow up in Pennsylvania? Because that's your, that, that's, that's um, your. She spent time in Pennsylvania, but I think she was an Eagles fan before then, actually, Matt, ironically. I, I love Theo's family, though, because if you've spent time anywhere in the yeah. contiguous 48 uh, <laughs> states in the United States of America, then that qualifies you to be a fan, a regional fan of the team that exists in that state. We don't, we, it's no construct of, of zoning for us, depending <laughs> on have, whether or not I'm going to be a fan of a team. You're free thinking, open love. borders, hey, yes. I, I'm just, it's a vibe. Your fandom is a vibe. I didn't, take, <laughs> I, didn't take you, I didn't take you as the guy that was false claiming where you're from, but. I love, Here we are. No, I like I the thought that Theo, Theo is a is is the Kyrie fan. A fan. He's the Kyrie fan. I, I, it's whatever. Like I wake up one wow. morning, I feel like playing, and I do it. Like you know what I'm saying. Watch a YouTube I, video, get sold on yeah. something, and then put it out to the masses. <laughs> I'm Kyrie. Like, wow, this is going viral. I'm gonna rock with this. Theo, Theo is the Kyrie Irving of fandom. It's yeah. awesome. It's it's you know what. Now I have a new appreciation yeah. for it. That's good. And I stand on that. And big homie, y'all going down on Sunday. Oh, man. I appreciate funny. your passion. Wait, though. how many other brothers and sisters do you have? I have two brothers, three sisters. All right, when we come back, I want to get their fandoms of various teams because now I'm really fascinated by your family. Oh, it's a lot of wild cards. Uh, yeah, it, it sounds that. Uh, <laughs> trust me, I, I'm gathering that. That's why I want to dig into this a little bit. Also, we're debuting a new segment in hour two that you're not going to want to miss. And it is cut from the cloth of the great Stephen A. Smith mm. and Jay Will. A new segment is on the way. Stay tuned because you're going to love it. Well, that might be a stretch. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. Now, back to Ken Levick Alive. On ESPN 106.3. And, of course, Grammy Award-winning artist Jalen Hurts. In H-time. tandem with Terry Bradshaw. H-time, baby. After the NFC Championship game. Still impressed that Jalen Hurts knew the words to the Eagles fight song. Because, again, it's an NFL fight song. Players don't know that. They don't sing that in a locker room. In college, you do, unless you're Stone Labanowitz, a fraud at Southern Illinois, quarterback who made up the words when I asked him to sing the words on this radio oh, show. Man. Wow. Just made him up like a fraud, troll fraud. By the way, Southern Illinois, that campus, that community, how have they received you since they 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 learned that you're a Saluki fraud? I mean, it's been tough. But I, 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 t- I took some flack. You did take some flack. After that post, but uh, still in their hearts. Oh, man. I... The more I think about it, the more disrespected the Eagles are as a one-point favorite, man. They lost one game full strength all year. 
all year. If you put a if if Tom Brady was in New England and you put a silver helmet on that Eagles helmet with a with a little Patriot guy, okay, we'd be talking about how what can the what can the opposition do to possibly keep up with that. But it's the Eagles, and then you've got Mahomes on the other side, so it's a one point favorite. One point favorite. I don't know, man. I just I feel like everything shapes up to the Eagles doing this by two scores. Ooh, I'm sorry, Theo, that's but that's what it feels like to that's me. Disrespect. Can that's you, what it, you can get that at a hefty price now. Yeah, a hefty price. Like what? What are we talking here? <sighs> if you think these guys are going to win, let's say you take a line at 13 and a half, and they're one point favorites right now, you could turn 100 into 800 by minimum. <laughs> I, I don't understand any of that. It's Mandarin to me, but I do understand turn 100 into 800. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I understand that. I, I, I understand that. Uh, I also want everybody to understand about EDS air conditioning, that it is the place to go to if you need your AC fixed up, if you need it finely tuned, if you need it replaced, that unit, it's going bad. It's getting hot again. It's getting hot. It's South Florida. Winter, done. It lasted six seconds. It's over. Enough. That's why you need that AC running strong. EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is, yes, they're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. That's EDS Air Conditioning. EDSAirConditioning.com. They work appointment schedules around you. This is why I really appreciate them is they don't hold you hostage. It's not, oh, well, we can be out there next Tuesday between 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. Uh-uh. It doesn't work like that. It's, oh, Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so, um, uh, what does your day look like? Uh, could you possibly be home between two and three, and we'll try and come out. Like, that's how they work. That's how they operate. They're trying to do right by you, doing the best work that you're going to find in a very competitive AC industry down here in South Florida. EDS is yes. EDS Air Conditioning, edsairconditioning.com. Schedule your appointment now at edsairconditioning.com. Big homie is on Ken LeVica Live. What's up, homie? Man, y'all, y'all boys is... Uh... Ken, you the only one who's smart enough to realize it. Stone, uh, y'all boys, y'all in for a rude awakening right now. (laughs) We got the number one rushing team, but all of a sudden, we're not going to run the ball against the Kansas City Chiefs, who lost to the Colts this season. Y'all want to breeze over that, but you want to bring up, oh, we lost to the Washington uh, football team. Like, they wouldn't beat the 49ers if they played them twice during the season. We were in the best division in football, had four teams penciled in to go to the playoffs. Y'all told us that the Giants were going to give us that work. What happened? Uh, I was wrong. Y'all told us if the Cowboys would have beat the 49ers, y'all boys would have picked the Cowboys over the the Eagles. What happened with that? And now you think that uh, a half cock, oh, he's going to be magic the whole game. When he was completely healthy against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they scored nine points. Nine points. And he had Tyreek Hill. And our defense is two times better than that defense. Like, y'all went for a rude away. Y'all boys is going to sing the Fly Eagles Fly song to me on Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Homie, I love it. Homie, I I love it. Homie, Monday. Monday, will you? Stone, Stone, you play football. And you're going to sit here and watch the Eagles the two playoff games that still sit up here and talk about what they're not going to do to the Chiefs. Yep. Like, I, I don't know, bro. I, I don't know. And I can't trust a man who had a Grammy party, uh, <laughs> any, any football, and any football. If a grown man can explain to you the behind, I don't want to hear any of his football acumen. Bandwagon fans. You can come, Theo, you can be an Eagles fan after 
Sunday night because you will not be wearing that Chiefs jersey if you got one. Oh, fly, my Eagles, God. Fly. Fly, See y'all next Eagles, fly. All right, homie. Appreciate you. I, I See, I got love for Big Homie. I appreciate the passion. And, and this is the thing. I can't even muster up hate for Eagles fans or the Eagles. Like, no, really? It's easy. I, mean, I, I think I you should be able to. <laughs> I, I mean, come on, I dude. Can't. I like Jalen Hurts, Houston guy. And I, I'm, I like the Eagles. My little sister's a fan of the Eagles. I can't be mad at them, but the Chiefs are going to still get them. What on is Sunday. with your family and its fandoms? It just doesn't. We don't. We, How we is don't your live sister an Eagles fan? Constructs as y'all. We don't. <laughs> this is the thing. Like we're different. What does that mean? We're different. I don't. I don't play by the, the same horrible. set of rules as y'all. I'm. It's just. It's when you built with this kind of cloth, it's different, man. <laughs> I don't These know what it means. It sounds great, but I don't know what it means. <laughs> the cloth is that. Uh, Wait, what's the story behind your little sister being an Eagles fan? My little sister is an. She's always been an Eagles fan. It's just there's no story behind it. She also grew up. She, she didn't grow up with me in Houston. She grew up in the Northeast and also in the Bay. She's not from Philly though. I appreciate. Did she, it. Did she grow up in Pennsylvania? Because that's your. That that's that's um, your. She spent time in Pennsylvania, but I think she was an Eagles fan before then. Actually, Matt, ironically. I, I love Theo's family, though, because if you've spent time anywhere in the yeah. contiguous 48 uh, <laughs> states in the United States of America, then that qualifies you to be a fan, a regional fan of the team that exists in that state. We don't, we, it's no construct of, of zoning for us, depending <laughs> have, on whether or not I'm going to be a fan of a team. You're free thinking, open love. borders, hey, yes. I, I'm just, it's a vibe. Your fandom, fandom is a vibe. I didn't, take, <laughs> I, didn't take you, I didn't take you as the guy that was false claiming where you're from, but. I love, Here we are. No, I like I the thought that Theo, Theo is a is is the Kyrie fan. A fan. He's the Kyrie fan. I, I, it's whatever. Like I wake up wow. one morning, I feel like playing, and I do it. Like you know what I'm saying. Watch Other a YouTube days, I, video, get sold on yeah. something, and then put it out to the masses. <laughs> I'm Kyrie. Like, wow, this is going viral. I'm gonna rock with this. <laughs> Theo, Theo is the Kyrie Irving of fandom. It's yeah. awesome. It's it's you know what. Now I have a new appreciation yeah. for it. That's good. And I stand on that. And big homie, y'all going down on Sunday. Oh, man. I appreciate funny. your passion. Wait, though. how many other brothers and sisters do you have? I have two brothers, three sisters. All right, when we come back, I want to get their fandoms of various teams because now I'm really fascinated by your family. Oh, it's a lot of wild cards. Uh, yeah, it, it sounds like, <laughs> uh, trust me, I, I'm gathering that. That's why I want to dig into this a little bit. Also, we're debuting a new segment in hour two that you're not going to want to miss. And it is cut from the cloth of the great Stephen A. Smith Mm. and Jay Will. A new segment is on the way. Stay tuned because you're going to love it. Well, that might be a stretch. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.